0: Hi, I'm Garrett with IDC Woodcraft, and I'd like to welcome you to this podcast, where we are learning how to build not just any CNC business, but a very successful CNC business. What you are getting ready to listen to is the seventh of an ongoing mentoring series with a guy named Mark. Mark Garrett is his name. Happens to have a last name, same as my first. Mark was someone who... Wanted to make a lifestyle change, get out of the type of work he was doing, and start doing something that he felt was more creative to himself. So he got a CNC router. And once he got it, he really didn't know what he was going to be doing. And so he started to search around YouTube to try to find guidance. And he came across me and eventually asked me to mentor him. I did it under the condition that we could show the world that it's possible and allow allow you to go on the journey with him in hopes that you you will also grasp the concepts, what it takes to start and build that business. So that's what this podcast is about. Now, if you have come to this podcast for the first time, then you are not going to understand the journey Mark has been on This is the seventh. It's the next level. And you, as a new person who is listening to this, if that's you, you will not understand where Mark is at and why he's gotten where he's gotten until you go through the entire series, especially if you are starting a business yourself. You have to go through this type of foundation building, which is what has happened from episode one through six. And the growth has begun. This is episode 7 where we are pushing him to the next level now. Now the success has been proven. So without any further ado, we are going to get into the mentoring. But I do have to take a moment out to announce the podcast service that I'm using. Because I use it for free and the requirement is to promote them. So if you'd just bear with me for eh, about one minute. And then we'll go right into Mark's stuff. Thanks for hanging around. Well, hello, Mark. Welcome to session number seven, your mentor. Hey, how you doing? All right, all right. Hey, how's my, my video, my audio, everything cool? Yeah, everything sounds good, yep. Okay, yeah, just got a new camera. Yeah, good, all right. So still getting myself sorted out with that kind of stuff.
1: That happens, the learning curve for everything, right?
0: Yeah, yeah, yeah. So how's the move going? Looks
1: like you uh, got... We are, uh, yeah, we're midst of packing. Everything's getting packed up. Um, the shop got disassembled over the weekend and is sitting in one of those, um, movable pods. So yeah, so now I'm, uh, I'm completely without, without, uh, ability. Even I silly me, I even packed up my drills and I was like, I need those. So I had to go back, climb in the pod and go pull them out. But, um, yeah, I was just all excited to get everything packed up, and uh, it looks like in the new place I'm going to be moving the CNC router inside the house into the basement, um, and that way I've got a better workflow. because I'm just too tight where I'm at right now, and I'm not efficient, and it's um, it, it gets it gets quite messy. So uh, just you know, trying to make product, it's there's no workflow. So um, decided to to take a portion of the of the basement and uh, and set that up to milling and assembly so
0: yeah okay all right so just to kind of uh let people know what this is uh as you know we are recording this so whoever's watching this video this is an ongoing mentoring session with a guy named mark garrett who has decided to get into cnc routers and uh, briefly tell your story since uh people who watch at this point know it but just in case for sure, sure. And on this episode yeah
1: sure so uh COVID hit um and uh took on a couple different consulting contracts they got canceled just as uh, as COVID came on and then it was two years of working for six months and then companies taking new directions what have you getting reclosed and so on and um uh my most recent client um they yeah they, they moved to all in-house uh staff so once as soon as everyone could come back in, they didn't want remote people. So um, that was the last kind of final straw, if you will. And uh, I guess last summer, uh, but a year ago, I started uh, as a hobby doing some woodworking and people were asking me to build them stuff. And that kind of spun off into things. So when this last um, uh, round of layoffs went through, I, uh, I said, screw it, let's just go and do this full time um, and decided to put the CNC at the center of uh of what i do and to make sure that everything i can do is customizable i can is repeatable and so now i'm beginning to learn the power of
0: repeatable process and things like that so yeah okay and then uh you started to uh, get into it you got a sense adder and then you kind of felt like uh like you didn't know what the hell you were doing and how you were going to make it work. So, absolutely. Uh, for, for anybody who's watching this, I just want to say that uh, I told Mark the condition of mentoring him would be to make it public. And he, he hesitantly agreed, but has found that it has been something of an impetus to help him get moving. And so, uh, if you have just landed on this mentored session for the first time, this is not going to make sense to you as to where Mark is at. Uh, you need to start at number one. If you want to start a business on a, with a CNC machine, you have to start at the first of these series of, of mentoring sessions so you can understand the progression, how to build the foundations of a business uh, the right way, and then watch these episodes from there on out. It's also in podcasts. There'll be a link down below in the video if you want to watch it on podcast. Can you watch on podcast? Listen. <laughs> listen to it on podcast. <laughs> Um, okay, so with that, um, yes, we are recording this. This is number seven. Now, Mark, you had a goal as a part of that. We set up a goal of 5.5K, and you wanted to hit it in six weeks. But by the way, if you hear a background beeping, I am I am in a store. My shop is in the back end of a store. And so the the, the I pair with somebody, and so he has a framing shop. And so when he's back here in his part of the shop... He, uh, <clears throat> he can't. He doesn't know if people are coming in, so we have a beeping back here, annoying as hell, but it's necessary. Absolutely. So, yep. Yeah. Um, beeping means customers. Yeah, beeping means customers. Yeah, so it's okay. not a pain in the ass. It's uh, it's it's a good thing. Right, right. So you hit your goal in six weeks. You exceeded it by a couple hundred dollars. So you ended up making fifty-eight hundred dollars.
1: Actually, uh, actually, by the time it came in and everything, everything landed. Uh, within the window, it was six thousand and fourteen dollars. All right. So, yep. so you had uh, kind of set yourself a a, a higher. Goal. I set myself a stretch goal of sixty five hundred. Yeah.
0: All right. Starting from nothing. Now you had a little bit of a foundation. You had some some people already in the pipeline, yep. or or uh, you were making connections at that point. So That's you correct. had a yep. little bit of an edge up. Um, Before we continue, for people who are just watching this, who who didn't have a little bit of a connection already uh, with with how to get started, what would you, based on the experience that we've had now in this mentoring and and what we've talked about, what would you say to somebody who is still kind of looking at the CNC world going, okay, I want to make something and I want to make money doing it. Uh, but I don't really know where to start. It's where they sure. are literally at the bottom line. So, as somebody who's walked down a road in a very short period of time, yeah. um, what would what would you like to share on
1: that? Well, I think for me, part part of it is is what I enjoy doing. So, I think understanding understanding what I want to do, what I want to get out of this. In one of the previous sessions, Garrett really runs me through the why components of that. So, I'm going to let you watch that portion. But I'm really getting to understand the why behind it. I think was the first thing. That I can go and create anything that is out there but do I want to do it and will I enjoy doing it it will bring the satisfaction so that was the first thing and the second thing is to make some you know make some of those things that I wanted to to sell and you know just you know so I was making you know uh, custom um uh, cutting boards and then you know grow my logos upside down but you know putting the logo in it with a laser and then being able to um uh, customize them and put put stuff on them. And then that kind of spun off into who and who's interested in buying this. So then looking at specifically the type of customer that would buy what I want to make and what I want to sell and what brings me joy. And then is there a market? So then going and understanding and establishing is, is there a market there? And so that, um, that was really kind of the key, key focus on that. And then I tried to sell the product and lo and behold, people were interested. So, um, this cutting board here, as it stands right now, I sell this this specific board. Its sister or brother sold for 250 bucks Canadian. So, um, and why? Because I'm confident it's good quality, and I'm where my customers are. Um, if I went to somewhere else uh, with a uh, a lower um, quality uh, a marketplace, possibly that wouldn't sell for that rate. Um, the other thing I did is I I did a bunch of signs. I did a bunch of other things, and. I found that what I was being um, compared against in both in Facebook marketplace and in Etsy, uh, I was getting, can you do it cheaper? Can you do it lower? Can, you know, can you do it for less? And at some point in time I couldn't because I'm not making any money and and I'm not in this for a hobby. This is my business. Um, So I I steered away from specifically the the signs and uh, and then I so that's really kind of the, the focus of the business is customizing kitchen, cutting boards, carving boards, and having a high end product for a high end customer. Uh, my boards start now at one fifty and go all the way up to three fifty. Um, so that's, that's really the, the purpose from there. I then look for a distribution channel. So who could sell my product for me? And it turns out that the market that I live in, uh, in Toronto, Ontario, Canada, we have, um, insanely high, um, residential real estate transaction price. Uh, average home sale in, uh, in Toronto is a million dollars for a two bedroom house. So uh, it's not uncommon for realtors to give gifts in, in this competitive market. So I've reached out to several realtors and I'm now working with them and creating these high-end custom uh, cutting boards with their branding, their logos, their information on it to give us thank you gifts. Um, the my, my price is lower, but my volume is higher and I don't have to deal with one person. So. From a from a business perspective it makes it a lot easier i get a phone call from one person we've already set up the relationship i have the credit card on file i take the information i confirm it i process it i get paid before i even make the board it's happy Every, everything works that's really on the on the main side then the second side is um i looked more into the production wholesale side of it and finding a problem that, it, that somebody had and solving that problem for them so um, a friend of mine owns a winery in Niagara-on-the-Lake area, and so what I now do is I take all of his wine barrels and break them down and create products around uh, the wine barrel industry and supporting, supporting him to create additional sales. Um, so from that perspective, what does that look like? I take uh, wine barrels, and you'll see in the previous videos, um, I turn them into uh, candle holders and then I engrave his logo on it. No one else was able to do that for him. So the CNC was able to help me do that. Um, we're now moving into a couple other products uh, uh, for him. And I looked at all of the offcuts that I had and I'm in the middle of move, so it's all packed up, but, um, and taking those elements and seeing if I could take a little square piece of the wine barrel stave and make that as a placeholder for when you go to a wedding, because they have weddings up there and, um, uh, I've been talking to the wedding coordinator, and finally, I, I'm happy to report, Garrett, that uh, uh, she's now asked for a proposal and a quote. So it looks like we've got two weddings that we're going to be doing. Um, and so we're going to be doing take the wine barrel, and it's going to be you know happy um, you know happy wedding, blah blah blah, whatever. They're going to write it out, and we're going to um, put it on the wine barrel, and that's going to be the wedding gift. Then the second barrel stay uh, barrel top is going to be welcome to the wedding of so and so. So that'll be two. And then um, both weddings will have uh, seven, I believe it's 70 of these individual little card um, placements. So, and they do two weddings a weekend um, from now for the next three months. And then next year, they'll be doing every single wedding. So, and then the spinoff of that is, how can I be of service? How can I help? Is now the winery just signed a deal with uh, the same company. They had all of their corporate events and they do five corporate events a week. So now talking with them is we're going to be doing specific wine wine barrel based stuff around the winery and the event to their corporate uh, clients as well. So, you know, that's just kind of split off into, I don't know what it's going to look like, um, but uh, not this week, but next week, uh, we're going in and having a meeting. We're going to do proposals to see what uh, what they want. But I mean, that could be, you know, 50 people, people, 50 to 60 people in there with a customized piece. Commemorating their time in that event at the company, et cetera, et cetera. So I don't know where that was going to go, but they become customers of everything else that I sell.
0: Yeah. So your, your business is mushrooming out now.
1: That's correct. I can't hear you very well. Your audio is um, one, two, three,
0: four.
1: Yeah. It's a little, it's a little loose there.
0: Hang on. Try right again. One, two, three, four. Yeah. That's better. Okay. All yeah. right. So your so your business has mushroomed out a bit yes. and, and it's expanding. So yeah. I mean coming back to the original question, what you did is you, you took people down the path of what, what has happened with you and there's yeah. there's other stuff like the stuff with your daughter.
1: Yeah, uh, we didn't talk about back, that for sure. Yeah, that's the other
0: thing. So getting back to the, the question is somebody who uh, is just starting out and doesn't even know where to start. Yeah. Uh, one of the things you pointed out in this dialogue is um, dealing with people who are trying to ask if you can do it cheaper. Correct. Right? So, so this is one of the things that for anybody who is wanting to get into business is this is the, the reason for the journey I took Mark on and to identify the, what they call the avatar or the person that he wants to market to because you want to get a clear understanding of who your market is. Um, when he was making these signs and, and getting people who are, can you do it cheaper? This is the discount crowd. And yep. and the discount crowd is the one that's always looking for a discount. Um, they don't value the quality of, of his work. They don't value the quality of, of his time, they don't realize or are aware of it. And yeah. it's, it's actually, I, I almost hate to say it, but it's a reflection of the individual you're dealing with. Yeah. Where if somebody is trying to ask you for a discount, they are cheap. And if you are constantly dealing with that type of person, then that means that your self-standard of what you do is too low. And this is why you want to develop an avatar and understand your why and and, and some other things.
1: So, you know, it, it's interesting, Garrett, just with that too, is I I was the person always asking for a discount. And so as a personal reflection, it actually had me... That, that exercise actually had me reflect back on what I'm doing. And I now actually, when I'm out talking to people, I'm not looking for discounts. I used to be the guy that would see a, a file on, on Facebook or YouTube or whatever. Like, hey, dude, can I get that for free? You know, can you send me the file? And now if I want a file, um, the guy's time is, or the gal's time is worth money, right? I mean, they took time to go and create something that I found interesting and want to create. So my opening line is, hey, I love it. How much to buy the file from you? You know what I mean? Like it's, I'm offering to buy because being in that position now, it's like, well, I don't give that board away for free. Yeah. It costs me scrap wood. You know, so somebody in the business knows how much my material costs are and somebody who makes this knows how much my labor time is, but it's the value that the customer sees from that. And that's the, that's the distinct difference. I think I had coming into this versus now where I I stand is no, I don't. Um, I want to share this with you. And and maybe I think I'm going to put it hold up to the screen, but uh, let's see if it, it zooms in, but, you know, this is, this is something I saw the other day, you know, and it's kind of when your clients ask if you can do it cheaper. Yeah, I can, but you get crap quality. Right. And that's kind of the, uh, that's kind of the message and um, that, that's kind of where that's at and, and I'm not discounting what other people are doing. Cause there are people that are doing different things. Um, but for my journey, i'm enjoying the praise of high-end quality stuff and i'm enjoying interacting with those people because they're bringing referrals so it's just an easier transaction start to finish
0: so. yeah that's actually a good point too you know you, uh, you're getting referrals from from higher-end people who are willing to spend the money when you're dealing with cheap people you, you, the, the referrals don't happen or at least not nearly as much and so i as a viewer uh, watching this mentoring session, I really want to point out, are you a discount seeker? If you are and you want to get into business at the same time, you're going to struggle. You have to change that, that, that sense of always looking for the deal or, or looking to save money. You want to raise your standard, your quality of standard, because what's within you is what you will attract to, uh, to you. So if, if, if you are a discount seeking person, you're going to attract the discounters or can you make it for cheaper? And then you're always having to deal with that over and over again, because it's the same old story. It's just a different face. but it's yeah. the same mindset. So it's really important to take a look at, at that. Mark pointed out that he became aware of it within himself as, as, as part of this going through the avatar thing and, and understanding your why and, by understanding your why, Mark, um, why, what you wanted to get out of it, why you wanted to get out of it, what you wanted to get to, and why you wanted to get to it, forced you to change a core nature about you. And That's this cool. is the fundamental aspect of business that anybody who wants to get in a business has to understand. Whatever you make, achieve, Meaning, what's what's a, a a good example? Okay, so let's just say you are an eighty k a, a month a year earner in, <laughs> in a career, but you don't make more than that. It's because you have an eighty k a month mentality. You okay. don't realize that you can make one hundred and fifty thousand dollars, or triple it, or quadruple it, or ten to ten exit. It's it, it all starts with what we are within. So what I'm saying is. If you want to create a business and you want this business to be successful, you have to change yourself and who you are to get to that new level of what you define as success. So Mark, I'm sure you've gone through this as I have, and many other people have as they, they may wish, I wish this would happen, I wish this would happen. Um, uh, you know, I wish I could make this. And and then you, sometimes you're going, I don't know why I can't reach this. <laughs> and, and, uh, talk about that a bit based on the experience and uh, the, the, the changes you've gone through over the last, I guess we'll say eight weeks now. Yeah. It's, it's been
1: for me, for me, it was a mindset, right? Like I, I, you know, we'll, we'll, we'll talk, I'll probably talk about my personal journey on my own channel, um, kind of how I got to where I'm at, but I've had some heavy ups and downs and the last, the last down was a a wicked fall. And so I sat in for five, probably five or six years. You know I mean? Just, just as a quick story, who gets fired from McDonald's, this guy, right? I got fired from McDonald's on my second day. Now, just so you know, the reason why I got fired is because I called out one of the managers who wasn't washing their hands and they said, well, we don't rat people out like that. I'm like, it's food safety dude like it's like you're not you're not supposed to be here so i got fired from mcdonald's yeah that was a, that was a proud moment in my life um anyway uh so you you begin to think like that you begin to think like crap i need to i need to go and and take the stickers off my little mcdonald's cup so i can get a free coffee and you know and things like that and now it's it, and you stay like that, and then it becomes that way. And you, you know, you take dates out using coupons and stuff like that, right? Because you think, oh, I don't, I, I'm, I'm holding on to my last dollar. Um, and 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 quite frankly, in the last two months, the the mentality has changed. That, okay, I need to go and, and buy, you know, five hundred dollars worth of wood because I will make that, and I will turn that into three thousand dollars or five thousand dollars. It's it's a very different thinking from that perspective, but I'll, I'll be honest with you, it was a big leap. It it was not easy. It was scary as hell. Um, I got a lot of people around me that have supported me, but you know how far can you support? You know that that kind of behavior that's kind of keeps on repeating itself, and is is it? Oh no, here's another one. Um, and then for me, I think the biggest thing is when I signed up for the first mm-hmm. show and I didn't have enough product. I didn't have a website. I didn't have anything, but the show was going to be in two weeks, and so I procrastinated. I freaked out that I'm like, "God, I'm going to go to the show, and I, you know what am I going to do?" And then it came down to it, and I spent three days just grinding to get a bunch of stuff done. And lo and behold, I surpassed my um, my sales target, and I was the second highest um, uh, selling vendor at the marketplace for my first place. Why? Because I knew my avatar renee and you'll know who renee is before uh, the other videos um i knew she was going to be there and so i spoke to her and i created a product that she was interested in and lo and behold it sold and there was no questions it was like yeah sure okay oh wow these are cheap you know and it's like next day increase the price <laughs> <laughs> dynamic pricing um yeah so that's that's kind of been the big journey i think the other thing too is um not leaning into or falling back into the, the the easy thing, or everyone else is making this um, and they're selling, you know, 50 of these things. But when you break down the math, they're selling 50 things that make them, you know, $10, and it takes just as much time for them to sell it more for more value. Uh, add, do something, increase the quality of the wood, increase the time that's being spent on the finishing. And you can charge twice or three times as much as you were charging before. And that's what I'm finding right now as I'm going to some of the marketplaces. There are people that are charging. I, I, I'm looking at going, how are you making money? Like, like there was this one guy at the last marketplace I was at, and he was charging $25 for a 24-inch uh, by 12-inch scrolled name. And it was yeah, I think it was $25 he was charging for that. And at mm-hmm. current market prices right now, I mean, the wood alone is—it's uh, got to be fifteen bucks of, of material into that, plus the mm-hmm. time to carve it, plus the time to sand it, finish it. He's not making any money. I mean, he's making a little bit of money, but he's not making business money. And um, like, mm-hmm. I'm not competing against him—that's for sure. So it's—it's it's kind of that journey of of understanding where I want to be. So, and for those of you who who are watching, I, I have to remember having a private conversation here. Um, for those of you who are watching, please don't discount what I'm saying and, and saying, I, 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 what I want you to consider is value what you are selling your product for. That, that two foot by three foot, or sorry, two foot by one foot scrolled name. Um, I took a photo of it. Uh, I asked the guy if I could for, a, you know, just to show somebody. And I offered the exact same picture to a friend of mine who's got a, a new child. And I said, yeah, $150. How's that sound? And she said, yeah, sure. So, you know what I mean? Like, so, because I know what people will pay. I know what people will pay for baby stuff and things like that. And if they want it, it's commemorative. That's what they'll pay. And that's what they'll pay for it. So, I don't know what to say to that guy. But, I mean, he should be charging at least 75 bucks for that. Thing.
0: Yeah. He's pricing based on his own sense of worth and yeah. his understanding of the people around him. And yeah. not only is he uh, not making as much money, he's not making as many sales. Uh, this, yeah.
1: Because, yeah, and-
0: Because the pricing structure that he has, if it's in the market that you were dealing with, uh, then the pricing structure looks cheap to other people. That price will turn off. Price is perception. So yeah. um, I guess we've kind of laid down the foundation uh, to just kind of give some, Reflection on on the journey you've been and what you might tell. I mean, you know, put it in two sentences. What will you tell somebody who is not, uh, who's just getting started at this point that they should look at like the first two or three things?
1: First two or three things, I think, understand what you sell. Don't sell 1,700 things. Uh, Sell one thing and do it really, really well. Become known for it. I'm becoming known for this. Uh, number two is um, get really clear about the value of your time and your skill and your craft um, you know, if you look, if you do it well you're a craftsperson. and craftsperson take time energy and effort to learn their craft and there's value to the consumer in that And thirdly know who your consumer is uh, know who your your avatar which we talked about, the previous ones but you know those three things i think are critical um and then then that becomes a mind shift like a mindset around it my customer wants high quality or whatever um, my customer is prepared to pay for it Then go where they are and then this is what i do the cnc can do a thousand things like it's amazing what it can do but don't try and do every one of them become you know kind of a jack of all trades become a master of one
0: um, So there's a saying that is that it goes like this: riches are in the niches, and if you're not in a niche, you're not going to earn the income. So, speaking of income, one of the things that you said in the first, uh, in our first mentoring session is you want to be able to create a hundred grand a year business. Yep. And so right now uh, you are at about 60k. If your numbers are able to stay consistent. Correct. And you are, or you're building up some other stuff. Yep. Um, so, you know, there's still a journey to keep going on. And so I guess there's several things to talk about. So you sent me an email. You said you got a bunch of stuff you want to catch me up on. Yeah. So it looks like you have got some things going. So why don't you share that? And what I want you to make sure you do with this is to, tie it back to this journey of mentoring that you've been going on. Okay. How that has the impact on you, because I want to help people understand why it is so vital to have a guide or a mentor to, to keep you on track and get you in the right direction and why without a mentor, it doesn't work. At least it takes much, much, much longer. So, so what, what are some of those new news and how, how has that come about as a result of, mentoring of being mentored
1: sure so let's talk about the so i've just so everyone understands i've kind of now broken the business up into three key areas area number one is wholesale service to a winery i partnered up with and we have created a relationship so that's number one i recommend wherever you can if you can add a wholesale or a retail direct where you're supplying a custom product to somebody um that's going to be a you know cornerstone of your of your income and you can begin to create a relationship with that person. And they become a selling channel for you. Um, you know, you, you, you make a lot more product, a little bit less margin, but it's consistent. And it's with an established business that you're tying your brand off of. Um, so let's let's talk about that one first. Um, so as I mentioned, kind of in the preamble there, uh, the, the beginning of this uh, started with Wine Barrel Staves and putting his logo on it. That's then evolved into several other products. Uh, I got humble for a while and went down and helped him out with some labor and was mowing lawns and (laughs) raking stones out of fields that built a stronger relationship with him. And now I'm part of their, their product team. Uh, so now I'm meeting with the brand manager, I'm meeting with their events coordinators to look at building and developing a brand, uh, branded products and items for sale, not to the retail customer that come in the store, but to the event based customers where one, one order is 70 units, one order is 50 units. Um, so that's the stuff that we're doing and it's it's repeatable and I don't have to be creative. I just plug it in and go. So, right now, when we look at that as the um, forecast, what they've brought forward to me, the event side of it, uh, we're looking at potentially three weddings uh, a month, um, maybe four. Uh, so, that is for the next one, two, that's for the next two months. Uh, so, that's about a um, uh, little under $1,000 a month off of that. It's the event side that's getting me excited. And we're looking at at least one event a month. Or sorry, one event a week. So that's four events. And we're looking at creating some wine barrel stave uh, custom items, and each one of those is going to go for fifty dollars. Um, so fifty dollars times. Well, I don't even know the math here. Let's see. What is that? Fifty times fifty. Uh, so that's twenty five hundred dollars. Is that right? That can't be. Right. Hold on. This is this is now where I second guess. Fifty. No, it's two hundred fifty. Fifty times fifty equals hold
0: on oh my goodness
1: 50 times 50 mark $2,500. yeah it is 20 that's 2500 dollars oh. holy shit <laughs> so um so yeah and
0: that's for one for one event
1: that's for one event and they want to do they want me to 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 supply one one per week so that would be what hold on times i haven't done the math it's literally just Okay, so that's ten thousand a month forecast. So that's one hundred twenty thousand just off that line. I'm going to cut that in half, just because. Um,
0: so that How could be five thousand a month. Well, weddings don't tip. do they have weddings literally every weekend? They so so the the partnership
1: is um, so. During during the summer months, the winery has a wedding uh, Friday and Saturday every day booked from now until the end of October. So we're a month Mm -hmm. and a half right now. So there's was that that's six that's twelve weddings between now and the end of October.
0: Okay, this is the peak wedding season.
1: Yeah, it's the corporate events that then go through the rest of the year because they'll be they're gonna be doing one corporate event uh, a day Monday through Sunday. Sunday through, Sunday through Thursday, they're going to be doing a corporate event. And those are the ones that um, they'll be doing like a plaque or something like that, a commemorative thing at $50 a piece. So, yeah, and it's, I mean, it's going to be like a hundred dollar value, a $150 value looking thing, but yeah, I mean, it's, it's cost. So I put my costs in there and I put my profit and my labor and it came out to 50 bucks that I was comfortable with that product with that price. And so if I'm doing 50 of those per event, you know, it's a day's worth of work. Well, probably two days worth finishing Right.
0: And you, you know, get it so for pretty much free, right? Because yeah, the material's out. all free. So, yeah, so that's it quite a markup. Um, <laughs> yeah. Not bad. All you have to do is do a, a quick edit to each file for each group. And, and Pretty much. Okay. Yeah, the thing I need to learn now is how to make a file that's
1: got a curve on it. So the, so the wood's not flat, but the wood's on, a, on an arc. So if anybody knows how to
0: do that, I'll pay you to help me do that. <laughs> <laughs> there you go. Get a little mark. Um, okay. So, so you're getting some, some – so they've contracted with – they are now doing corporate events.
1: Exclu- Sorry, yeah, why. they're the exclusive winery to do corporate events with them. And right now they're talking at least, at least one a day. But they've got the lunch hour and they've got the evening hour so they potentially could be doing two but right now they're only going to do one a week for the um, from now until the end of the year
0: yeah, nice thing about corporate is there's always a little more money in that. uh-huh yeah. okay good um, and that's, that i didn't say that they told me they're like the budget is whatever the budget is
1: we just tell them what what to what to do and then they write the check and these aren't like small little companies these are you know major uh, major canadian corporations even american corporations coming over to canada for you know, a better event than the dollar and all that kind of stuff just coming across What's the from acreage in New York. Of winery? Me? What's the acreage of the winery? That's a small winery. Uh it's it's only 10 acres. But he has uh, he's built a winery where he does all of the pressing and all that stuff, but he built it out so that um, he could have a hundred pre COVID and post-COVID, he could have 180 people in for a wedding. So right now he oh. is the largest non, I'm gonna call it um like hotel-based, uh, event center in the entire region, um, by a factor of three. So, and he's, and he's, um, driving distance. He's much closer to the, to the prime hotels. So the hotels are looking at saying, okay, I can shuttle more people back and forth on our bus and, and all that stuff. And he produces, again, learning from him, he walked into the winery industry, um, not knowing anything about the history behind it. He's like, yeah, okay, I'll sell this bottle for, I'm going to make up a number, but I'll sell this bottle for $30 when the guy down the street is selling pretty much the exact same bottle. The juice came off the exact same farm because they all kind of consolidate mm-hmm. stuff together. And the guy's selling it for like $19.99. He's selling the same bottle for $30. Mm-hmm. He puts a fancy label on it and he comes across as a high-end um, winery. And and it's, I mean, everything is to the T. It, it is. The moment you walk in, the experience is just that much better. Who charges a premium price for it? And so again, because of the boards that I produce and the quality that I'm producing for him, his customers saw it and now want the same. So again, know mm-hmm. your customer, know your niche and know you what you do.
0: Yep, that, that takes a
1: good picture. Oh, sorry, your your, your audio is breaking up.
0: Um, I don't know why. One, two, three. Yes, no, yes, no. That's better. That's much better, yeah what's not bad warm um paints a good picture of the the price is perception and yeah. or, the, or the price creates perception yeah and so this goes back to talking to whoever's watching this when you downgrade your price you are also downgrading their perception of your quality yeah. and so that's uh and when you're cluttering up your, your store or your table at a craft booth, you are downgrading the, the, the experience that the customer can have. They, yep. With you, like at the show, Mark, you went to your first big show. And I, that's the other thing I, want to, I wanted to point out. I made a note and I wanted to say this. You took a chance. You didn't really have anything set up and you just signed up for the show. Correct. So, so you took a risk before you knew you had the security of things working. Yes, and that's one of the things that an entrepreneur does. Uh, that it's it's one of the traits of an entrepreneur that has a greater chance of success is taking a risk, diving in uh, before he's got all his ducks in a row. A lot of people, uh, I've I've done it myself. You wait for the perfect moment, and there is no perfect moment. No. and the the. It's interesting, once you take that risk and, and say, okay, this is what I wanna do, I'm gonna give it a shot. So you just sign up, you've committed yourself, you, you're you literally over committed because you don't have the ability to, to accomplish the thing, but that forces you into a, a, a role of taking action. Right. That's the other aspect of business, nothing happens without action, nothing happens without people getting eyeballs on you.
1: Right. So, so the, the second, the second answer is the other part of the business, where is it going? So um, based on, uh, based on the trade show. So uh, for everyone uh, that hasn't watched the other ones, please do. But um, just to summarize, it was, I had an opportunity to go into a marketplace uh, at a cottage retreat um, area. And so it's uh, again, it's my avatars there. My customer's there. I didn't have any product made. I had to rush and get it done. And when I went there, um, I didn't know what to expect other than I might sell, you know, three or four boards. I ended up selling, um, I can't remember the numbers, I believe it was like $1,800 for the product. So I was the second highest vendor there. Um, and it was good. But what I did is I network. And um, so I give board butter away. It's the stuff that you use to condition your board. If people were coming by I'd ask them, do you have a board? I'm trying to engage them because everyone has a cutting board if they eat, right? So, you know, is it, is it all scratched up? Here's a thing of, of a conditioner and here's a card on how to um, maintain and care for your board. And I gave a great analogy comparison that it's like a cast iron pan. You need to season it, you need to take care of it. A good quality cutting board needs to be seasoned, needs to be nurtured and cared for. And so everyone light bulb, they all got it. Everyone has a cast iron, their grandma's cast iron pan. Everyone doesn't know how to use the damn thing. Same with these cutting boards. Everyone doesn't know how to clean up these really cherished family heirlooms. So this was the, the process. I am still like as of um, this, what is it, Thursday. So what are we today? We're Monday today. But on Thursday, I'm, I'm going and picking up handles for somebody's heirloom cutting board that is like, pro- I think they said from the early uh, 40s or 50s. And so the board's trashed but they want to reuse these handles and put them on the board. So I'm, I'm meeting them to go pick these handles up. Where did that come from? It came from the booth and me talking to them and handing them the board butter. They tried to fix the board. They couldn't, so they called me because my name and my email address were on, or my website was on the, uh, on the label, All right? The other thing I did is I connected with um, the other people that were at the booth. And so I, I intentionally went around and shared with them what I do. I gave them board butter. Here you go. For your, your board's at home. Here's how you take care of it. Brought my board with me just to show them when, uh, when it was uh, slow times when we were getting ready in the morning. And so what ended up happening is I ended up connecting with one of the women that was there. And she and I sat down and uh, she shared with me all of the good events where high-end customers are. Don't go here. Go here. This event's hard to get into contact this person, tell them I referred you, all that kind of stuff. So now I'm in line and on waiting list right now for, I think I'm at 32 different events from from now till December, 2022. So, um, so yeah, so, I mean, again, that's part of it because now people know me as the cutting board guy and, and the high end cutting board guy. So that's the second line of the business. Um, So I'm, I've got my first events coming up at the end of October. And so I'm building all the stuff I need to, I'm building inventory. I'm making sure that, you know, my boards are the highest quality. I'm, I'm the guy that's taking it to the final finish. Like lots of people are, Oh, you don't need to do it. I do because the boards I'm charging a premium price for it. So I need to have that, that quality of finish. And then the third side of the business is the daddy daughter signs and such. And so Sophie and I have been chatting about this and we're going to go forward with it. Um, she wasn't keen on it she was keen on it. And then I started talking to her about all the details about avatar and who's going to buy the signs. Well, anybody needs a sign. So we're trying to narrow that down and we kind of got into it and figured that whole thing out. So I guess the last thing to share is the story, right? So uh, when I'm out presenting myself to uh, markets, to vendors and anybody that's interested um, in, in showing our stuff, is story number one is about me personally, the challenge I've had, the career change, COVID, et cetera, et cetera. People get it, people understand it, and people want to help and support somebody who's had, you know, some challenges and trying to rebuild themselves up again. So that part of the story and getting clear on who I am and what I do uh, is becoming really effective. Just this past weekend we were at an event. It was the first first event I've attended since COVID happened, and it felt a little weird, but um, people were asking me what I do, and I said, oh, I'm a woodworker, oh, what do you do, I pulled out my business card, I showed them an example of the, uh, uh, of the boards I make, and then I pulled up my Instagram, and I showed them a couple uh, shots of what I do, and they're like, oh my god, that's gorgeous, and I said, yeah, you know, it's uh, uh, fascinating, don't tell the bride and groom, but I'm going to give them a gift of one of these things, and so like, what do you mean, so I showed them an example of what a gift would look like, and they're like, I've got a wedding come up, can I get your card, of course you can, right, So these are the things that happen. So now I'm clear about what I do. I don't say, oh, I make stuff with a CNC router because outside the community, nobody knows what the whole thing is, right? They know what a cutting board is. They know what a customized cutting board is. They know what personalization is. And so that was the conversation. And I did that four or five, uh, five, I think I did five times um, at at this event, right? Because I didn't know anybody besides the groom and a few family members and that was it. And there was like 70 people there. So, you know, it's a way to, you know, kind of, Change the conversation. Go. Oh, I'm a woodworker. Oh, wow, that's kind of neat. And um, and then uh, so that's so that's on that front. So I don't know what's going to come of it, but it's coming. And then the third component is uh, with Sophie, um, the story component. Um, so, is your daughter? Sophie's my daughter. She's eleven and a half. Um, back when she was a child, young child, and we we drive down to Grandma's a lot. We'd play this thing called Daddy Daughter Bakery, and it was D and D Bakery. And we'd like tell stories and, you know, she'd take a, an imaginary phone call and say, oh, we need, you know, five, 12 chocolate muffins and with sprinkles on it and stuff. And we'd pretend to mix the batter. And then I, you know, it was just a great storytelling imagination thing. Anyway, it's spun off into now making science. So she's getting a name of all, she gave me the names of all of her classmates. And we're going to make science for every one of her classmates as a gift to all of her friends for coming back physically into, into school. And so that's the start of of kind of where this is going to go. And then I'm presenting to the school uh, in two weeks that I'm going to do a a fundraising program with them. So anybody that wants signs or anything like that, a percentage of all sales will go back as a fundraiser instead of selling chocolate bars and junk food. They like Mm -hmm. the idea. So
0: So we'll ask you a question on this fundraiser thing. Is this going to be... Are you going to be talking to them, or is it going to be you and your, you and Sophie talking to the school? Both department? of us. Okay. Both of us. Absolutely. Yeah, okay. With anything, with anything, that's, with that's anything the there. Story. Yeah, that's the story that's going to spread around. Exactly. And, um, yeah, people are going to support. Excellent. Okay. Yeah. All right. So go ahead. Um, so
1: then the third thing, um, so the the next thing is the move. So uh, we're moving, and I'm I'm rearranging my shop because when I when I first built out my shop, I didn't know what I was going to be doing. I didn't know what business I was in. I just know that I was acquiring equipment and okay, that's going to go there and that's going to go there. So I'm in the process of actually selling off some of the equipment I'm not using. Um, and, um, uh, and, and, by the way, to get started buy used equipment, go to Facebook marketplace, go to, but learn how to fix tools. Okay. And, you know, like you can change, you can get a, a, a $500 table saw for a hundred bucks and fix one of the bearings and it works perfectly. You know, uh, it, it's amazing. I haven't, I haven't paid retail for anything. And sometimes if they're selling a marketplace, they're buying, they're selling, they're buying, um, sorry, you want the table saw, but they're also selling a, um, I don't know, a, a, a jigsaw and a bandsaw. Um, buy all three of them and sell the other two at a markup because we know how to sell. And you end up, in many cases, I didn't even pay for any of the equipment I have because I bought in bulk and then sold off and you know, bought wholesale, sold retail. And so, um, so yeah, so that was the thing I did. So the shop is, I've, I've laid out the shop to be a lot more efficient, a lot more effective so that I can do the batch work that I'm doing and I can do, um, and then all the stuff that's going to happen for the CNC is going to be in the basement. So I've got all that set up. So yeah. Cool. So I want people to come over and see what's going on. I want to be able to film some of the stuff and I want people to see that I'm
0: organized and I should all have a shop right now. Yeah, you're networking, working. And so that's something you pointed out it was, it was yep. good. So it sounds like your network's getting built pretty strong. So that's good. Yes. And it's going in the right direction. So yes. uh, we've done a lot of talking and storytelling at this point. Now it's time to get down to the brass tacks and start setting you up for the next uh, level. Yes. I, I guess it was a good, um, a good reflection on, the, on this first leg of your journey. And so, do you feel that you've seen the success? Do how do you feel about it before we start the next?
1: Yeah, event? I could have got Gary. I'll be honest, I could have gotten here without you. Um, I had the ideas. You helped me get clear. You helped me get streamlined. You supported. Uh, you supported a lot of the kind of ideas that I had, and then you also helped me get really wicked focused. Um, you know, the whole idea is the the riches are in the niches. Um, that is I. I'm living it, like it, it, it actually works. The other thing I think that um, for, for me specifically in my relationship on a personal level, within my family, knowing that you were there to kind of hold me accountable, keep me focused and all that stuff. Um, I got a lot of support from that. And it's like, when are you talking to Garrett next? What did Garrett say? So now I'm having ideas and it's like, okay, well, what did Garrett say? <laughs> you know, because, because it's working, it's paying off and it's, it's bringing cash in and and that's exciting and you know i mean i still don't have it up on a whiteboard because now the whiteboard's packed but you know i mean seeing that 614 goal yep. you know i mean that's that's the family sees that and they know what's going on and they know that that happened i mean i did all the work don't get me wrong i did the push-ups but you told me how to and, and coached me and supported me in getting there and i think you know garrett just a, from a public perspective thank you um you you ensured you helped me get this journey on on the right track and moving forward. So I, I am forever grateful for that. So thank you.
0: You're, you're welcome. Okay, well, we're gonna start at the next level. Yes, sir. And, uh, yep. Yep. it's gonna be some more- More uh, uh, some ass kicking. So, so, <laughs> yeah, well, okay. So yeah, you wanna to get to 100K. Yeah. And um, let me just so you want to get to hundred k year business and you actually accelerated pretty quickly. We just don't know the consistency of this yet. Your, your cutting board market is all going home now to their, their, their official homes. They'll be doing that over the next couple of months. And so that's correct. Yeah. The next, within the next month, they're all going home. So what is your idea of tapping into that market? One, I've said this before, and I want to make sure you understand this. We've gone through it. You've done it, uh, is staying in touch with your customers. The, the, anyone who is dealing, wanting to start a business, and you think the sale is the end of the game, you're always going to struggle. You, you're, you want to go to people who have already bought from you because now they've got a relationship with you, and they're more willing to come to you and buy. So with you so you have said you've been in touch with your customers you're clearly Mm -hmm. talking to other people and focusing on the networking which is yes another fundamental thing um and given the events that are coming up you possibly could achieve your 100k your goal shortly but i want to get back to the seasonal idea of, of what you're doing so your, your market is, 50% of your market is going to be heading back south into the United States. Correct. Uh, and, and, and they're going to start doing some different things. They're going to start doing a wintertime sports. And how does that change their behavior? Uh, so you can continue to serve that market in a, in, in, within the niche in a unique way that's a little bit different.
1: Yeah, so… Um, boards are going to
0: continue as well as they've been.
1: Yeah, I don't, I don't know, uh, I don't know to that market, but again, in, in speaking with with my friend Kate, um, there there are markets coming up, fall markets, uh, and winter Christmas markets, and then spring markets that are coming up. So all again geared towards the the avatar. So from that perspective, um, I'll be shifting more towards that that uh, market uh, side of things. Uh, but as far as the existing network of people that I have and, and their emails and such. For the people that didn't uh, purchase uh, when they had the opportunity, um, they're they're on a uh, next batch inventory list. Like so, basically, what I what I uh, back up here, what I've done is uh, I've offered the ability for people to make custom boards, so they can choose all of the different color combinations and sticks that they can. So they have a a play in the in the in the process um and so I've got several people now that are kind of mulling about that decision and then along with that I've got people that I'm talking to that say look if you do another run with yellow heart in it or if you do another one with purple heart in it let me know because I'm looking for something this size so at the booth when I was up when I was up there I had certain sizes they wanted something bigger or something smaller and um, so now I've got a list of all of those. So when I do my next run after I get the new shop set up, then I'm going to be telling everyone, hey, I'm going to be making these. So if you want one, put a deposit down and then you'll be first in line for those. So that'll be happening in, well, let's see, what are we now? The shop will be set up. shop will be set up in about a week and a half, two weeks. Um, so that'll probably start the first week of October. Yeah, So that's what we'll be doing with that one. The other people that I still have on the list that haven't purchased at all that weren't interested in my next runs, I'm adding on to the, the offering a, um, a, a cheese board. So it's, it's the exact same board, but then it has like one of those wired cheese uh, cutter puts, uh, things in it. Apparently there was a guy that um, used to do this in some of the markets in the area. He's uh, since passed on, unfortunately. So there's a void, no, there's nobody selling these things. And apparently people are asking for them. So, you know, I feel, I feel sorry, and, you know and, and, and pass on my condolences to, to his family, but there's there's also an opportunity. So um, apparently he passed away at the beginning of the summer uh, and nobody's been um, uh, coming in to fill the market. So uh, people have suggested that I do. So that's the direction do you mean?
0: How you, how have you found out about this market that being uh, open that people are asking about?
1: Ah, uh, yeah. So again, networking. Uh, I'm talking to the people that know these events, and I'm also talking to the to the owners and the managers and the the vendor selecting selection committee. And so during that process, you have to some some of the higher end events, you've got to do a full portfolio submission. Um, and so in there, it's here's what I do, here's what I make. And then uh, several of them come back with questions saying, hey, do you also do these three things? One of them is, do you do knives and knife handles? No, I don't. Do you do um, uh, utensils? like So uh, uh, big um, salad bowl utensils and ladles and things like that. I don't do that. And then the third thing I was asked is, do you do cheese boards? And I said, no, I, I said, I, I don't right now, but it's a very easy add-on to what I do. And it's very much in line with the product offering i have so i'd be open to do that why do you ask and this is where i've been told this. so so he he apparently was at three different uh trade shows or market market shows and uh, all three of them asked if uh if i would fill in that uh that gap
0: okay excellent okay so you had uh, repeat repeat uh discussions about that with different people yeah from three mm-hmm. different markets yeah, uh so and that,
1: three, far regions, like, you know, from where I sit right now, each one of them is kind of an hour in, in a triangle from where I'm at. So, okay. Kind of
0: All right. That, that's, that's good then. So, so here's one of the other fundamentals that, that I see what Mark is doing that if you're watching this mentoring session to take note of is listen, listen to what mm-hmm. people say, because uh, when you network with people and they show interest in what you do, they are going to tell you what they want. And if you if you listen, then you can key in on that. And um, taking notes as mental notes is really important. Something you might want to think about, Mark, in some of your discussions, just to take mm-hmm. uh, note, is two things that came to my mind. One is making like a little lemon carving board. Okay. That, you know, as a freebie, right? Just uh, uh, right around Christmas time, or or a time when they're going to remember. Maybe in the, in the the, the the dead in the beginning of february right when when it's cold and everybody's at home cuddling around our fireplace sending a little uh, a gift lemon card but just you know the size of a coaster right uh, just, that's up to you if you want to do that but what you're doing is you're just throwing out a little gift out there and that kicks in the law of reciprocity have i talked to you about that before yes you have okay i'll reiterate here the law of reciprocity is when you give unexpectedly to somebody or you over-deliver what they expect, then there's a sense of indebtedness that they have to you. And that will increase the likeliness that they will be a customer in the future because nobody likes to be indebted to other people. Yeah, uh, um, so uh, and I'll,
1: I'll give you a perfect example of that. Is is at the trade sh- is at the, the marketplace? I can't find a name for these things, but at the marketplace that I did um, in the beginning of August, I was handing out board butter like to people that, you know, if if they had the characteristics of my avatar and they were expressing interest but just weren't prepared to buy, I was handing them out. I was asking, do you have a board at the cottage? Yes, I do. Is it all cut up? Yes, it is. Take this and rub it on it, and it will help to preserve the life of it. And I gave them an instruction card. Of that, because I, I took notes of how many. So I handed out, I think I handed out 17. I don't have my notes because they're packed away, but I think I had 17. I've had six repeat calls or calls back in from those 17. And it, I mean, grand total, it cost me like five bucks. So, you know, I mean, it, it, that's good marketing and it's, it's pulling people back in. So, you know, that, I think that's a good thing.
0: Right, right. And the, one of the things that you did was you showed interest in them. Um, um, beyond what most people are going to do. So, yeah, do you have a board at home? Right? Yeah. You were, were showing concern. Is it, yeah, is, is it chopped up? Oh, man. You, 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 somehow you, you made them aware of that. And, yeah. and, and by virtue of giving them something, it's uh, and, and their, what's the word? Their, their caliber of uh, self-image, maybe, um, is they have a higher standard and suddenly well, it's, you're aware of a chopped up cutting board and here here's well, a funny go ahead
1: let, let me let me tell you this one then so i did that on the saturday no i did that on the friday and then on the saturday the guy's wife came back and it was like so i hear you i hear you cutting board shamed my husband um, i need a new cutting board and she bought a cutting board right just <laughs> <laughs> So I didn't deliberately, intentionally shame him, but you know he came back. Um, I have a question for you about another freebie, um, and I don't know if you know this or not, but I'm so these are the offcuts of the boards, right? So I've got you know lots of them, and they're thin, and I was using them as bookmarks. They're too thick for the way they are right now. They're too uh, thick for bookmarks, but I've been looking at a way to to take them. And run a run some epoxy over it so it all is nice and strong and all that kind of stuff, and then be able to like engrave some some wor- words on it. So maybe take a bunch of these things, stick them together on you know, and put some like a, I don't know an eighth of an inch of epoxy on them, and then put them on the CNC and then carve out a bunch of uh, you know things. And then because this is I mean this is this is even firewood because of the glue that's in there. So um, you know I, I'm just thinking what can I do with all those scraps? And that was kind of. An idea that i had to make um uh what do you call it um bookmarks
0: yeah, yeah. yeah. They're, they're a gift with it and uh maybe it's something that sophie can play with with her table or, or you can sell it as a as a $15 item right, right. As that uh yeah $20 yeah $20 item I mean, $20. yeah because because the competition selling for five <laughs> i'm selling for yeah. 20. yeah, yeah I, I think it's good well, if you make it, a, the competition is what? I, I don't
1: know. I, I'm just making it up. But like if I were to go into, into um, Barnes and Noble and stuff like that, I'm thinking I could pick up a, uh, or chapters for Kenyans. I would think Not, that I could pick up a thing for
0: five bucks. Yeah. These, these are cookbook yeah. bookmarks. The bookmarks. Um, so you can sell them for $25 or when someone buys your board. Oh, here. Now, here's a gift. Yeah. And, and somehow make them know it's a $25 bookmark, right? Yeah. And it complements their board. So it's, it's, it's a perfect match. And so, uh, yeah, it's, it's, that's brilliant. That's brilliant. Thank you. And, and that they think it's a, uh, you know, with the perception of $25, you know, handmade, they don't care if we're getting it for free, you know, when you plant that bog in them, then, so that's a good idea. Okay, okay. Um, I wanna get back to this. How are you gonna hammer this, this change in your market as the seasons change?
1: Yeah, so um, the, the other thing that I'm focusing on is, is looking at upselling additional products. So with that, um, somebody has asked me to do uh, coasters. So doing the same type of uh, board patterns, putting coasters um, is a little bit more labor, but um, that's okay. Uh, and, and looking at selling those as gifts. So uh, and then, then the other part of it is people have asked me for smaller boards that they can give as gifts. Um, so these would be like, uh, your garlic board or your lemon board or your, um, bar board Mm -hmm. for cutting up limes, lemons, stuff like that, uh, as gifts. Mm -hmm. So I've been asked, asked by customers to make those. So I think from that perspective, there's an opportunity to go and upsell them as well and reach out to that list of people that I've been developing and, and follow up with them. So that's the, that's the other part. Other than that and the upcoming marketplaces and events, um, that's what I've got so far.
0: Okay. Um, it sounds like you're on track. What I'm, I'm I'm curious about the so the weddings are going to last for the next couple of months. And then uh, next month and a half, six weeks. Yep, and then they're going to start to taper off. Correct. Uh, yeah. and, and you step into corporate, so you're starting to step into holiday corporate yep. stuff. So that that's good, and then the the market will taper off after the holidays. So yeah, there's no there's no events.
1: Between uh, Jan, or sorry, December. I think I think it's December twentieth, uh, up through uh, the the last week of January. So January there's no events, and then there's a couple uh, women's only events uh, around Valentine's Day and things like that for single women. Uh, I think Renee might be there, um, and so uh, I'm trying to get into two of those specifically, where uh, as a as a vendor to to uh, women's only events kind of pamper themselves for the uh for the that i don't even know if i'm allowed in because because i was told there's no male vendors so i don't even know if i'm allowed in
0: okay well maybe maybe your wife sorry you're breaking up there again maybe maybe um you got me yeah i got you now okay maybe
1: katie can pick it up for you yeah absolutely it is possible yeah maybe katie and sophie can do it Mm -hmm. all
0: right um So there's one thing I want to ask. I think one of the things I was thinking about, but it looks like you're doing okay in your networking. Um, We are a culmination of our five closest people. Yes. As far as uh, our lifestyle, what we earn, what have you. And uh, because you're dealing more with business people, nowadays, and you've got a good contact uh, idea of Renee from the entrepreneur standpoint, I don't think this is is an issue, but I just want to, I want to make sure you understand the, what some of the foundational stuff that you have to make sure that you do for yourself inside your inside work in order to be able to achieve that. So it's one of those things, if, when you look at your five closest friends and you take their general what their lifestyle is how much money they make and then you average it out you are pretty much going to make the average of the of them so if, if if your five closest friends are making 85k a year when it averages out that's where you'll peak out at because you'll you'll fluctuate around there but you won't go above it because we we become what we hang around, right? We become the environments that we, that we are involved with and the people that we're associated with. And so I want to kind of make sure that uh, if you want, if, you know, the, the $100,000, it's not if. I mean, if, you're gonna, if I'm going to mentor you, you're, you're going to hit the 100K because that's the goal yes. you set, right? And that means that you're going to have to be willing to make some changes in that area as well. And this is where a lot of people have a lot of difficulty. Well, I like myself as I am. And this is the one thing. I like myself as I am is what has a person where they're at that they may not be financially happy with. And that means there's a part of uh, the I like myself as I am that has to change. Mm -hmm. And the other one is to be willing to look at the relationships and uh, start to... Distance yourself from the ones that will keep you stuck down there. Yep. Um, if you have someone that's a, a, a 60K year, uh, a year earner and you're relatively close to them, then as much as we like them, we have to be willing to start making some changes. Yep. And so I just want to kind of check you on that is where where your five closest friends are at financially as a yearly income
1: uh yeah so from a former life I I do believe that that's that's a truth um the other part of it is from from the kind of weird life I've led over the last five years or so um I would say that any of the the people that don't get me um don't get me you know what I mean um I don't I don't hang around with people that don't get the this this way of life and the Kind of ups and downs of of entrepreneurship and and business ownership and trying to make a, a go of something. Um, so just kind of looking at a handful of people. Yeah, I mean they're all hundred plus earners. I'm I'm the I'm the lower end of that average. I'm the one that <laughs> has been, but will but shortly will no longer be on the that, average. That's up.
0: good. You want to be you want to be the the brokest person in the group, uh, or or the, <laughs> that was that was that
1: was absolutely hella sure on. Uh, <laughs> Uh, on Labor Day weekend when uh, when we were so we went up and visited a friend he's he retired at 40 because he was just in one of those positions where the stocks kept on multiplying as he was you know, you know just an employee and getting stocks and the company finally got bought out and he he did very well for himself and the, the community that I was hanging out in um, there was uh, Blake was there and Renee was there all day long and like oh yeah well you know I'm kind of pissed off at these 16 acres that I've got, you know, I, I can't get more votes per acre on the board and all this kind of stuff. And it's like, yeah, you know, uh, yeah, I just spent the extra 15,000 for the bigger engine on my boat because I, why not? It's it's like, that, those are conversations that, you know, it's, it's, I got a lot of reasons right now. Why not? But, you know, so it's, it's, it's just the mindset of the conversations that we were having over lunch and dinner uh, with these people, you know, it, it was good because I had so for, for quite some time, I had forgot that, that people have those kind of conversations that, you know what, you got to work hard. You've got to put in the time and energy and, you know, you've got to do those things. And, and it was a, it was a good wake up call and a refresher. And, and, you know, it was, it was funny because I, I shared with them some of the conversations we've had. And, you know, one of the guys asked me over lunch point blank, he's like, so, you know, what, what do you think you can make out of your business this year? And I said, you know, I, I'm I'm looking at I'm, I'm targeting a hundred thousand this year, and he goes, well, you know, if you do this, 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 he goes and bring on two staff, you might be able to get to to a quarter million within the first year. I mean, that's the kind of way he's thinking, and I'm like, oh, okay, let's talk more about that. And you know, and so we were, he was kind of sharing with some ideas. I, I'm I'm not there yet, but now it's okay. You know, we're having this conversation. This guy automatically is going to, you know, right off the top, he's like, okay, how can we get how can we get you two and a half times where you're at, you know, where your goal is today, you know, let alone, Mm -hmm. I haven't had a, I'm working on my second month of a consistent income, right? To get the 60, to get to the hundred. And and these guys are already kind of talking like much bigger, but, you know, and then I'm meeting the 17 year old kid who, you know, he's like, Mm -hmm. well, yeah, that's fantastic. You know, we should set up a website. and It's like, okay, (laughs) you want to do that? You want to help me?
0: You know, and it's, uh. Mm -hmm. Yeah, so, so this is good. You, you're, you're hanging around the, the right people, yeah. and so this, this is one of the foundations that's accelerating you by, by heading down this road and making, you know, what you've been doing by networking with people, communicating with people, identifying your avatar. You know yeah. that, that Renee uh, hangs around in the neighborhoods that, that you wanted to target anyway, but now you understood yeah. her, and, and it's, just, it's all bringing you into a higher standard of thinking anyway. And that's drawing those people to you, and so this guy says, "Oh, you can just do grab his ideas and let them yeah. roll around, you know." Because, um, I mean, you you are on target to not just hit your one hundred k, but to exceed it. And well, so, yeah, I
1: mean, if this corporate stuff not not if, but when this corporate stuff goes the way you know way we're talking right now, I mean that just right off the bat, I mean that that's one hundred twenty, hundred forty thousand dollars right there. And that's an opportunity now to bring somebody on to do the work yes. so that I can then, you know, now because now I can afford it, right? Now I can afford the the shop assistant to help be able to just change out parts and change names on the on the file and then run another 40 through the machine. And so mm-hmm. those are the kind of things it's like, okay, now now do I look at a second machine? You know, can can I can I be more efficient? All that kind of stuff. So that's that's already I'm thinking. Okay, what do I need to do to get a dedicated laser so I can do laser and engraving, right? And and, and CNC uh, router work, right? So those kind of conversations are going right now. And um, and again, how do I produce more, right? How do I how do I get more realtors to buy more thank you gifts? How do I get, you know, how do I support the wine industry and how do I, you know, support these events? Um, right now, these the the two biggest event coordinators in the entire region I've been talks with. Like there's no one else bigger than these guys. Again, it's all because of the relationships and being humble and helping and supporting, you know, one of my, one of my clients and, and friends. Um, but the, the other, the other thing too, I, so the, the bit, the bit that I'm kind of sitting on right now is the growing too fast and, and not, not being able to produce the quality. In kind of getting ahead of myself and that's the that's the the feeling that's going on inside my gut right now is okay yeah that's all great but you know slow down don't rush it you know you might kind of blow up that kind
0: of thing because that happened to me before you do, have, you do you have several things going on you've got the winery that is uh, it's, it's that's growing exponentially rapidly growing faster yeah. than i ever anticipated yep and uh and then you get the cutting board thing. So you, you may find, I don't know, pay attention, talk to the winery, to get to understand the seasonal cycle with the winery because, because there may be a, a drop in that cycle as well. And then you want to have something to fill that gap. Um, I wanted to get this thought out that I've been holding on to this bookmarks. You can send the, I wanted to ask you if uh, Rewarding Renee uses cookbooks. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Okay, then... There are art in her kitchen. That's a Christmas gift, right? That's, that's just, just before... Just before the big Christmas, like... Uh, what do I want to say? The big Christmas move for her begins. Get that in her first. Whoever's first is remembered. Whoever's yep. last is remembered. But all the noise in the middle is forgotten so if you can land on her doorstep just short i don't know do you guys have thanksgiving up there when we is do the
1: our, our thanksgiving is uh, in early october so we don't have the november thanksgiving so in canada what we do is we end up having our own kind of canadian black friday kind of thing and then we follow suit with the american black friday concept and all the marketing and
0: hype is all okay. so we end up having three seasons like three cycles and- Right. So, when does the Christmas mentality fully set in, generally up in your area? Uh, depending on your age, realize, oh, it's Christmas time. Let's get up the lights. Let's get out the. Let's go shopping. Let's buy less stuff. When is it really yeah. Right? So, so depending depending on
1: your immigration status and your age, um, it is either it is either after Canadian Thanksgiving or it's after November eleventh. November eleventh is the Canadian Remembrance Day. It's a it's a very solemn holiday right it's it's we we remember all of our vets um i i'm on the side that you don't do anything christmas until after um after remembrance day it's it's in my in my position my my point of view it's taboo um so on the 12th of november holy christmas crap i don't care but up until then we have a we have a focus on on our vets and, and those in those fallen so uh, okay. then there's another marketplace that says yeah christmas shit's going out like next week like back to school is done And we're, I mean, I'm starting to see like Christmas decorations at Walmart and at the Home Depot. Like, are you freaking kidding me? It's, it's just after Labor Day weekend, but, but the big push I'd say for most people is kind of either it's two waves. It's either going to be middle of October or it's going to
0: be middle of November. That's when people start buying. So the the idea is pick out the time when it really, when they're really, uh, they're shifting the so I think the, the November 11th is the time um, I think so, yeah. we want to take that big mental shift. Okay. The, 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 our, our Memorial day is done and now it's time for our celebration time. And yep. so, so really you want to be the first one on her doorstep. And yeah. I would, uh, if you, if you have, if you're able to focus on getting, uh, getting those bookmarks made and even for your potential for Your potential customers that are, are relatively yeah. strong potentials, yeah. And make sure that when you give them it's it handwrite a card, yes, yeah. You know, handwrite it. That you, I you know, remember you, when I got
1: your handwritten card too with uh, with the bits I bought, and uh, yeah, it was, it was a nice touch,
0: yeah, yep. And and you obviously personalize the card and then try to take a minute to in your it only needs to be like four sentences, whatever, but in it. If you can reflect on something that was said between you two mm. is unique to that person. So that's
1: something I did do. I took notes. It wasn't I wasn't slammed because the product that I have is, I mean, I don't have 10 people at the table at one time. So I took notes on every person that I talked to. Um, so I have a reference point to go back to them. Back in my back in my marketing and sales days in a former life, there was a an idea of yeah, I don't know, like the, the 47 things you should know about every one of your customers right and then you add 10 on specifically for your own product or niche or industry and so i've always kind of had that mindset is you know what's that one defining thing that i can go back and reference that's not cheesy but it's honest and it's authentic right or like yeah you know, that kind of thing
0: yep yeah. so that's that's a good one and if you once you get that process made uh refined with the bookmarks that's yeah. when that's when you you bring in a kid and 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 Pay them 15 bucks an hour, whatever you whatever you pay, to have them just punch them out. Yep. Yeah. Right, and get a bunch of them made, then then they're done. If if you're willing to go that route, you know, and you just, you, you're making that's that's inexpensive. It's like I just hired a girl to take care of some of my stuff. Right. right. T- t- take care of. Uh, I, I have to put labels on my bit containers. Right. So, it. it I'll spend three hours doing that, or I can pay someone $17 an hour doing that, so I can make right. content teaching people. Yeah, right. Right. so, um, all right, so, work on the bookmarks, because um, that that's kind of important to hit them then, and is, in Canada, so in the U.S., after New Year's, we have this big dry spell up until Easter. Yeah. Uh, of lack of holidays, kind of blase. I remember work. It's like, oh my God, I got three months before you get a off, Right. So if you can find something to just throw out there to your customers and your potential customers, the, the strong potentials, yeah. um, uh, something during that lull. So we have family
1: day, which is in, uh, which is a, a stat holiday. It's in February. Um, and I think it's only so that we could have a break in there. <laughs> so, right. so we got family day, um, Valentine's day. I don't know. Um, maybe, maybe some of the women watching could chime in this, but would it be okay if your husband bought a cutting board for Valentine's day? I don't know, but, yeah, um, it's not, you
0: know. well, you know, that's, that's a marriage time too. So, uh, how have you targeted the the wedding market besides?
1: I haven't. Uh, I, I, the wedding market right now um, has been exclusively for through the winery, doing wine barrel based stuff. Um, okay. My next, my forecast think- for the spring was is to actually do like gifts, like wedding gifts coming together, breaking bread, kind of that thing, and the messaging on the boards. That was uh, that was kind of the thoughts that I had.
0: Okay. Um this comes back to expanding your avatar. Um, ideally, what you want to try to do is I mean, I don't know what I don't understand, and, and what I want you to grasp full of is one is rewarding Renee going to stop buying your boards for a certain time period of the year. Right and, and if that is falling in between some space around valentine's day and how do you fill in that that mark that niche and who is the valentine's day avatar right Right. and 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 if if you're gonna hit that one then then you have to kind of plan that the other one is the christmas avatar the christmas rewarding renee right this is another one is to do you want rewarding renee to start thinking about giving your boards as a gift yes okay so then that's probably the next step to take to to hammer is to make sure you get those bookmarks out to reward something out to rewarding renee Mm -hmm. uh, indicating use a some copy copyright the wording that you use uh, for anybody's watching this when we say copy mark has been in the digital space so he understands what i'm saying copy is what you write and what the person is going to be reading so make sure your copy alludes to this is a gift item that I can send, you know, that wouldn't, wouldn't let's see, who, who's rewarding Renee's friend? It's another rewarding Renee, Yes. right? Okay. So, so somehow you can allude to rewarding Renee and help her friends. And, it, and it's rewarding
1: Renee's um, uh, staff and team members. Award. Right. So I, I know specifically one, one Renee, um, she, she received a gift basket from somebody and then she turned around and gave everyone else on her, like her, her executive team, uh, I think she bought like 15 of them and she gave all 15 of her, her uh, direct reports um, gift baskets. So she called up the person and said, hey, I want 15, all the same to, to these people and deliver them for me. Okay. So she did the previous year, she did security boards. So she gave everyone a security board. Okay. So so that was 15 security cool. boards at 200 bucks. And that's one of your Renee's? That's one, that's of, one your of my, problems. no, that's, that's one of the people that Renee's is based off of. Okay. So I, right. I know, I know this, I know this woman quite well. Um, and she, many of her attributes and, and some of the things that we've talked about, I, I don't think I've shared this with you, but I actually reached out and talked to her about some of these things. And I was like, "So here's my avatar, and here's what we're doing. Is this, does this does it sound like you?" And she's like, "Oh God, yeah, it's the T." So, so I mean, I dialed it in pretty tight. And so she gave me some other a few little tidbits of insight um, about kind of you know the prestige component, and if I could build my brand as a label, um, then you
0: know that's something that you know people would buy into. So. No, that's 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 perfect. Uh- but you took a customer and you, you kind of uh, confided with them, right? Yeah. And and they gave you some insights. So they, they like that. Um so that's a customer you could probably go back to and say, so do you know other people yep. who might be interested? and in, can you refer me? It, so it, so let me ask you
1: the, that. There's a question I had here on on some some of those things. So if I were to do like, let's let's say it's Christmas uh and we did so I go to Renee and I say, "Hey, hey Renee, just if you want to go and give this as a gift to people, um, here's a couple of different options. Would you would you consider doing like a bulk discount if they bought like ten or more kind of thing, or is that devaluing the brand now?"
0: Yeah, I don't like that because, okay. b- yeah, because that is devaluing the brand. Your brand no. is unique to Renee, and she's right. paid with that feeling that this is me. Right. And right. then if you, if you say, okay, now I'm going to mass produce at a discount, um, unless it's in, unless Renee is one that's can I make a profit out of it too? Then she may be willing to do that.
1: But yeah, the Renee's I her, know it wouldn't be
0: like that. No. Yeah. You want to let her lead you to that kind of thing. No, that, you, do not do that.
1: And if will, she asks,
0: will. do you do it? If she asks, be the, the salesperson and start asking questions back. What do you mean? Why? why, uh, Just get a feel for it. Because what you want to do is get a feel for her, how it's going to reflect on her and and her own emotional level as to what your boards mean to her. You know, one of the things you have to maintain is your boards are personalized. They are made one, you know, you make, you take this long and you cut out three boards and that's it, right? And so that's one of the things that you have to maintain. Uh, that that uniqueness and maybe that's the way you can feed it back to renee if she starts bringing it up is is uh every board's unique so you know none of them are going to be the same right there's and, no i don't mass
1: produce therefore i can't do a discount on that i could though I, i'm just thinking out loud here i could give them a bookmark so you know but what i can do for you renee is i can uh, how about this How about we put in a uh, a bookmark for you yeah. for each of your friends and yeah. that I can do for you.
0: Yeah. Now, the other thing you can do is if you have a, if you have a, so for, if we didn't say earlier, rewarding Renee is Mark's customer. And I think yes. you defined her a bit in the beginning. Uh, if, but you should have watched all the previous episodes. You'll understand what that means. Um, you can lead Renee in some questions to see if that's a space that she's willing or wants to go into sure and let let your let your gut feeling decide whether that's a space to go to with her or not and if not stay away from it because yes you you can quickly you can quickly take down that sense of quality and uniqueness for for herself
1: yeah the other thing i was thinking just as we're talking here is is this an opportunity to introduce um uh daddy daughter um signs and such and it's opportunity to say hey by the way you know, uh, my daughter and I are, are, are doing something together and this might be a fun gift that you can give to people. And they might, you know, again, Renee's, one of the things that Renee definitely likes is um, an empowered young lady and um, th- these women are successful. And so seeing this, that's something like this. So there could be a story right. along
0: that. Yep. Okay. So we got your next uh, project. <laughs> all right. Good. So first of all, what is it? first of all, let's set up uh, the financial goal for the next. What's the time frame you want to set up your goal? When are we what at is end of
1: October, October thirty first.
0: October thirty first, so that means a month and a half. What do you want to hit? Got the move, so I'm I'm two weeks out.
1: <sighs> um. So. Um, I did I did six. So
0: let's that was a stretch. Let's see if I can do seven. Let's see if you can do seven. I'll do seven. Okay. Write it down.
1: 7,000 by October
0: 31st. All right, 7K. Make yourself a thermostat for mom.
1: <laughs> I will do a proper one on the forward. It is ready to go. It'll, it's ready. It's gonna, I've got a home for it. I've designed it where it's going in the shop.
0: Yep. You can uh, yep. reuse this one and, and let it stack on because you'll see the accumulation even higher. So, what yep. you want to do, if you need to redraw it, so you yep. got the, so that would put your th- thermometer at uh, 12:5, with, based on the goals we set. Yep. Um, and make yourself that that space where, that you have to fill. Yep. You got you you need that visual. So I am not happy with the thermometer that you made, right? I know let's, you're not. Yep. Yep. So let's get it, it. can be on a whiteboard, I don't care, but it's it's just you know, it's not, you got a piece of paper that you got to carry around and, and it needs to be on your wall stuck there. Yep. Now I know you're moving, so but so keep your piece of paper there. Make that thermal that new thermometer. All yep. right, that's 7K. I'm not really happy with that number. I think you should be pushing yourself harder. Um, you got the move coming out. I that's a month,
1: man. I'm I'm shop's not set up until the 25th, so right. I'm down. Okay. I'm down without production. So okay. all
0: right, we'll, we'll let it run. That's what I'm saying. Like
1: it's I'm looking at that. As, I'm looking at that saying that's realistically that seven grand in like four and a
0: half weeks. So okay, okay. Entrepreneurs that want to make money don't think realistically, right? We, we push ourselves outside the box. All okay, right, well, so.
1: fine. Okay, so fine. What do you think is a good number?
0: Given your circumstance I, 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 and, and the direction i are going to, I, I almost want to stay with that, but I'm thinking more like eight, eight, five. Eight, five. Okay. All right, how about this? I'm going to push back. Let's say seven as a minimum,
1: but my stretch is eight, five and at 85 eight, five, eight five, I'll, I'll reward myself with that. I'll okay. give myself something. I'll, I'll find some i'll find something that i want and i'll i'll reward myself with it.
0: Okay. So here's here's where you want to go. Yeah. So is Sophie is Sophie fully in the game? School just started so she got distracted.
1: Okay. Um, so I won't, I, I'm talking to her this weekend. Um, actually, I'm talking to her Wednesday and I'm talking to her this weekend. So I'm going to confirm, she, she loves the idea. So so this is the interesting thing. I'm looking at this from, a. am going to air quote partners here for a second. Um, so if we look at it from a partner's perspective. She's excited about the design side of it, right? So she's got her tablet. She's able to design up signs and things like that. She's able to make, you know, kind of people's names and fun fonts. She's looking on social media for fun memes that she wants to create and things like that. Um, and she's finding things that other people have created that she thinks we can do better. So that's where she's totally jacked and she's, she's really excited about that part of it. The, um, the finance and the business and things like that, that's not there yet, but I, I have a feeling that once the money starts coming in, she'll get a lot more interested in it. Um, I think that'll happen. Leads to an interesting question that I have on my notes of things to ask you. Um, Find something online; it's an interesting product. Um, Like it, and it's not being offered in our marketplace other than on, say, Etsy, and it's being shipped from Europe. What is your what is your stance and position, or what is the kind of marketplace recommendation on replicating product? Like Sophie stuff. Yeah, on, on the Sophie side of things. So let's, so she's, she's found right. a couple of so, things that she really likes and she wants to make something like that.
0: Okay. All right. So Etsy is going to be a slow launch. Uh, we're not talking it, about Etsy. No, I'm
1: talking about Etsy to, to, to put the, she's, she's found things on Etsy she likes and she wants us to make.
0: What we're going to then
1: turn around and sell. Are you asking what
0: kind of products
1: to make? No, I'm asking the, the, um, I guess the, the business, the business component of I say Okay. Let's say, let's say it's a welcome sign that you created. And I'm like, Oh, that's really cool. And I go and take a picture of that and I remake it in Carveco and I go and then design it and start selling it. Okay. Or your warrior, that warrior file that you have, right. That, uh, the thing that you did, I make up that and then I start selling it. What is the, what's kind of the, the marketplace or industry kind of understanding or acceptance of that?
0: I guess I'm following your question. They understand in the marketplace.
1: Okay, so I, f- I find a product that somebody's selling online, right? Okay, yeah. so let's say let's say it's something that you're selling on Etsy, yeah. And I'm like, oh, that's really cool. I can make that too. I make something that's a very close replica of what you've done, and then I start selling it under under uh, daddy daughter signs and such. What is is that like? Is that would you be pissed off at me if I did
0: that? No, I, I no if. if as long as Sophie's part of it, right? Abs- you know, absolutely. She's finding the stuff. Because, she- if, if, yeah, if she's not part of it, then she is, then what you're doing, you're stepping outside your niche and, and you're getting yes. a couple things to do. So she's an integral part of this. So that's, that's fine. Just to get her, what you're doing is getting her feet wet. And, yes. And, and so that, that's kind of cool. Another thing that you may want to do if Sophie has got any bug of excitement about this is get one of your renees involved, right? That, that to ta- start talking about to to Renee, or send out cards to Renee, or uh, that that since Renee is supportive of young women, yeah. Here's the daddy-daughter thing that we are starting out, and and find out word it in such a way. Have Sophie write up a hello. Yep. Maybe you can just give a brief introduction because they know who you are and then have Sophie write up a little letter. I am Sophie and, and da- Daddy and I are going to start this little thing and, because you know whatever reason. And uh, get that out to Renee. Get that out to your, your existing customers first. Your potential customers second. And uh, anybody else third yeah that, that might be interested in that so really the task is work work on a letter with have have Sophie start to work on a letter that's talking to Renee that's that's going to inspire Renee to want to support her yep one of the ways that you can do that is Sophie can ask Renee you know, or Sophie can this is this is what I'm doing this is what I'm doing with my dad and but I don't really know what to be making can you give me some help and give me some ideas of what would be good products to make and what you will get feedback if, if Renee re, rewarding Renee is really that type of person she's gonna be all about it you're gonna make a call to Renee and say hey you know my daughter Sophie sent me this letter you know uh, just Want to make sure because this is what we're doing. You're priming Renee all over the place doing by doing. Mm-hmm. It. And Renee, if she's truly supportive, she is going to find a way to buy. She's going to give the feedback. Sophie's going to make it, send it to Renee and say, Is this what you're talking about? And then Renee is going to say, Yes, exactly. How much is it? I want one. right, Right. Uh, with whatever changes that she wants. The beauty behind that is Renee is supporting a young lady. The young lady has made exactly what she talked about, you know. Plus, maybe a little perk if you can. And of course, you yep. helped get things started, and and now Renee is almost committed to buying this because here's the way this works: is Sophie asked for guidance, Renee, by by virtue of her vir- virtues and values, is going to help and give right. the idea, and then what Sophie's going to do is literally do exactly what she said which is an honor to renée because she that says i heard you i see you now i'm asking you is this right and renée is uh at a deep level renée is going to be thinking um she gave sophie the guidance sophie followed the guidance and did it and yeah. now renée has to buy it from her in order to validate what she said
1: Right. Does that make sense? It makes total sense. And Renee's in the position that she can do that. Um, and it's not a stretch for her, and it's a it's a it's a good reciprocity conversation.
0: Yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah. And, and Renee walked herself right into it without even knowing it. it yeah. Is that because Sophie did it, Renee? I just want to say this in a different way for anybody who's watching this, is because the Renee gave the guidance. And the student followed the guidance and came back and said, is this what you're talking about? Renee has to, she can't say, no, th- yeah, that's what I'm talking about and turn her head because right. she just told somebody, this is what you do. And that person did it. And if she came back, Renee cannot say, cannot ignore that, that, that child, that she supports uh, did it she is literally committed to make that purchase yep yeah i got gotcha.
1: you that's really cool well sophie you're gonna watch this so now this is what i'm talking about
0: <laughs> <laughs> right okay we are an hour and a half hour 40 minutes in and yeah. I've got another uh maybe 20 minutes so so you've got your goal set draw your new thermostat yeah uh, i want you to make sure sophie is on board with this yeah Talk to Sophie. This is your next objective. Uh, talk to her and talk to her about this whole idea of you talked a little bit about avatars. Um, make sure she understands the difference between avatars. Yeah. And ever write up a little letter and then you know review it and see what your gut feeling is. Pass it to somebody who's not. Talk to a first Renee, right? Say yeah. This is what we're doing. This is what my daughter's writing up for or other customers what do you think get feedback from your customer right and now you're going to build up that because you're asking the customers for help too right right and that, that puts me that's another that's another touch point I'm not yeah. asking for a
1: sale I'm asking for support from a customer who's already um I'm a trusted advisor to, or a trusted um uh, service provider too so yeah makes total okay. sense okay and uh
0: well, that's got- exciting that's fun yeah this this that's is very cool I want to see where this goes yeah, me too. Okay. um geez, I forgot some of the other stuff that I had. Uh, so, you, okay. So we're pushing this up to 8.5K. I understand you've got a little bit of a, yeah, you got to move, so it's, it's pushing you. Uh, but it's, it's also going to force you to get your shop together fast. All right, it's... Um, yeah, we take I'll, possession I'll, I'll, I'll on I'll Thursday. I want to see 7K. I want to see at least 7K out of you. Yeah, well, that's 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 going to happen. I'm doing that. Yep, there's no reason you can't do it because you hit you exceeded the five point five. So you're going to be talking to Sophie, Sophie, and um, and make make contact with one with with probably your best Renee, the closest Renee, right? Uh, And get get yeah. There's two there's two women I'm thinking about talking to. So just get advice from them and say I'm going to have my daughter write this letter. We're doing the daddy daughter thing, and. I would like to just show you the letter and see if you think it's a good letter and what your suggestions are and get Sophie involved in that from there as well. So I'll talk to her tonight about that. Yeah. Okay. Okay. Uh, With that. Fantastic. My friend. What is your status over the next week? Are you moving? Yeah,
1: I'm, I'm available. Um, I'm available. It's just, it's just lots of chaos going on. I've just, I don't have the shop right now. So um, I'm, a lot of a lot of the work that I'm going to be doing between now and next session is going to be um, working on the business type stuff and doing things as opposed to making sawdust um, and a lot of lead, a lot of leads and things like that. So yeah, when okay. when would you like to get together next?
0: Uh, well, well, we'll see where you're at in a week uh, based okay. on your group schedule. Um, so you should have 7K in the door, okay, within six weeks, uh, October 31st. Yes. You should have 8.5 on the books. What's the difference? You should have a you should have another grand and a half of orders. Of orders, okay, okay. On top of that. Okay, so there, the order has been placed, but I don't have the cash yet. Yep. Well, it, you don't have the cash yet. You made you know you, you've talked to your you've talked to them. You're moving, right? You can't make it for a couple weeks, so, so your yeah. customers understand that. So. All right, we're gonna knock this off because we're had yeah. an hour and 45 minute session before us. Okay, buddy. Oh, Thanks everyone. Too long.
1: <laughs> I, look, for the, to I look forward to the feedback and all of some of these questions I had. And like okay. I said, if you can draw a curve, if you can figure out how to make me a curved thing, teach me how to do that Carve Co. I'll, uh, I'll, I'll uh, let me know how much it costs. I want to learn. Down to the people who
0: watch the channel, there you go. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. All right.
1: Okay, talk to you later.
0: you. Okay. Well, there you go. Now you understand, or at least I hope you have an understanding of the new levels that Mark is at from the beginning. If you have been listening to this series, you now know that Mark's whole mindset has shifted into a very different space. He comes, he's coming from a real business person's mindset where he understands the discount mentality is something that actually hurts him. And I hope that you get a takeaway from that and that it'll enable you to take a look at yourself and see if you have that. And to start shifting you out of the discount mentality and into the business mindset. I'm glad that you have hung around. This was a long podcast. But it was an important new level. And as I said, I hope that you got an aha takeaway. Of course, remember, always go to my YouTube channel, idcwoodcraft.com. There's more business-related videos there. This is Garrett with IDC Woodcraft. I hope you have a great day, a better tomorrow, and happy CNC.